What's going on, ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls? Boy, Coder Cat for Jake, coming back with another episode of More Than Meets the Eye. I'm going to start off with a little transparency here. I got crushed last weekend. Absolutely crushed. I got cooked. I won yeah. one bet all weekend. I lost like yeah. 10 units. Well, college, college football, I, I managed up being down personally three units, but how that ended up happening, I went four, three, and one. But, you know, I put a lot of units in Ole Miss, which ended up not paying off for me. I had this thing called, I called it the Bezos package. I had a three-team parlay with Cincinnati money line, Bama money line, Ole Miss money line. Just three big, just nasty contrarian favorites that nobody wants. Just <laughs> threw that in three-team parlay. Uh, two or three in covers, but all went out right. So that minus 100 paid back a little bit. I had a buddy threw five units on it. That is kind of like a squad nuke. So that saved my day. Or just didn't, you know, nuke Ole Miss. I would have been completely fine. NFL got crushed. Just so, the theme this weekend is that contrarian betters, kind of like us, have been absolutely grubbing throughout this year. And the thing is, too, people don't realize it's not just as easy just fade the public, fade the public, fade the public. You're going to get crushed. NFL, there's like, it started off just like this. Contrarians are grubbing, then like eight straight weeks of just every public play hitting. College football was kind of, it's, it's kind of fit. 50-50, you got to know how to pick your spots, but NFL got really bad at the end of the season. Really bad. NFL was bad last week, really bad. So we'll see if that continues. No doubt. I got crushed. I know a lot of people got crushed. It felt like almost nobody could win last week. But, uh, you know, I guess it's good to see Vegas pay the price every once in a while. It's just hard for contrarian betters like us. So we're back, though, this week. I'm 1-0 this week already in the under in the SMU-UCF game. I know, Jake, you're – you're sitting pretty unofficially sneak yeah. faded a friend on UCF. So one and all unofficial. We're chilling. I don't... Um, yeah, yeah. Think about me. If uh, I'm your friend, you sports bet. I sneak fade a lot of my friends. I do it very <laughs> often. I'm not very nice. As... <laughs> like my buddy, I actually sweat out right now. My buddy has a four unit preseason hockey play, which I'm currently on the other side of it. We're looking good right now. So. <laughs> That's so bad. All it's... right. Yeah, that's it. It's part of it, man. Part of it, part of it, part of it. Get so let's get this party started, right? Enough of the bullshit, enough shooting the ship. Uh, we got some games to talk about. And this first game I want to talk about is, you know, see the flag in the background. If you're listening on the podcast, Auburn fan here, huge Auburn fan. But guess what? Auburn is a basketball school, so I don't really care about their football program quite as much anymore. And I'm going to fade them right here in this spot against Georgia. So the reason why I wanted to fade this is because Auburn uh, looked, you know, really good last week. They almost won outright against LSU. Georgia almost lost outright to Kent State. The amount of live Georgia money line, live Georgia spreads I saw on my timeline last Saturday was unbelievable. And I'm pretty sure, like, everybody I know that took it didn't cover. They'll get, like, nine. They won by, like, five, four. They won by four. Yeah, everybody I knew had four and a half, seven and a half, all around those numbers and got cooked. So very sour taste in this Georgia t- um, public better's mouth about Georgia. And they're getting 30 points are favored by. They are at Auburn, correct? Uh, I believe they're home, actually. Yep, Georgia's at home. But still 30 points, that's an absolute insane amount of points. This line actually opened at 27 and a half three days ago, which you could have got, which, you know, I'm not a sharp guy, so I don't get those early numbers. Um, I have to pick up the scraps from the actual real sharps and get the late numbers, but you know, is what it is. They're all the way up to 30 right now, 29 and a half in some books. And despite 69% of the bets and 73% of the handle, no, sorry, other way around 73% of the bets and 69% of the handle being on Auburn, this line is ripping towards Georgia. 
So, uh, you know, you said, my people don't think this. You're getting contrarian. Like, they were a bit like, oh, so you just bet only about underdogs. Nope. You can get really nasty with some of these big, gross, disgusting favorites. And I always love it, getting a team like Bama, Georgia, um, Chiefs, like teams like that in the contrarian spot. I love it, getting elite teams in spots like this. What do you think about this, Josh? Yeah, man. So, I uh, I was kind of shocked when I saw this line because, I mean, minus – 30 and the over under a 49 and a half. So you're telling me they think Auburn's going to score somewhere around 17 ish points in this game. Like if the spread goes how it should, maybe even a little bit more, I'm waiting on this team total, man, because if you're going to give me Auburn's team total at like 17 and a half or something like that, I'm slamming the under on that team total. I mean, you're going to be shocked to hear this team total, bro. Do you have it? What is it? Yeah, nine and a half. What? Why is this? How does that even make sense? Georgia's team total is 39 and a half. Oh, yeah, I'm fraud. Never mind. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I still might hit the under on that. I don't, that's, dude, that would be nasty, bro. That's a nasty thing. And I'm an Auburn single. fan here. I don't they think Auburn's the, scoring a single point. I, I they have the worst offense in the SEC. They're really not bad. even. They're, they're horrible. Really they're um, horrible. And I, so I don't know if I could get that at like 10 or 10 and a half or something might be something I look into. We'll see. I'll probably honestly end up staying away. Um, But, but something I was somewhat interested in, I like Georgia here too. Auburn's really, really bad. And like you said, people are excited after last week, low on, on Georgia. It's a classic zig when people zag. I I like it. So, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I don't want to do a reverse teaser on this. I'd go and tease Auburn's team total down to three and a half and get Georgia all the way up to 36 and a half and get a juicy ass parlay there. Let's see how, let's see how that pays out. But that's a little too far. But no, I honestly, like if you, I might sprinkle an Auburn alt under three and a half team total. Dude, they, might. they might just get a, they might just get a field goal and call it good. They might. They might. Oh my Lord. Uh, this next game is a pretty interesting game as well. My opinion. So, uh, if you've been betting baseball pretty heavy this year as a contrarian, there's one team that is absolutely owns you, and that is the Baltimore Orioles. And my relation to that this season is going to be the Kansas Jayhawks because everyone's fading the Jayhawks as hot, trendy team. Guys like us, like contrarians, and just keeps getting smoked, 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 smoked. So teams like this, like I bet the Orioles a lot this year because I sometimes I say, fuck the Sharps, keep fading the Orioles, going to keep getting burnt. I'm in the same boat in Kansas. If I just see a bunch of sharp people wanting to fake Kansas all the time, I'll go ahead, rather the public, and take Kansas. But uh, they're looking pretty contrarian this week, actually, because TCU is granted, yeah, Kansas, they look good, fun team, 5-0, and ranked. They've beat nobody, and they haven't really had any dominant wins either. Like, the only reason to beat Iowa State, what Iowa State had five missed field goals. Yeah, something like that. So when it comes to people actually putting money on this, they're seeing TCU just dismantling Oklahoma. You're going to want to probably put your money in TCU here. And I'm going to – I don't know, man. This game's weird. I want to bet Kansas, but I feel like six and a half points, a lot of points for a reason despite it being public. How do you feel about yeah. it? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I've seen it at like six and a half. I feel like I saw it at seven at one point too. Maybe I'm tripping, but I feel like I did, which doesn't really make a whole lot of sense considering I feel like everybody's on TCU. Um, but I don't know. This is kind of a – kind of a weird one you know I was like oh I'm coming for Kansas I'm coming for Kansas last week which was like close to hitting I guess you could say but um we were on TC last week both of these teams undefeated against the spread 
Um, TCU has proven they can win on the road. I want to take Kansas because of the contrarian, but this is a stay away for me. This is like, this is a gross game. Game day is going to be there. You know, Kansas is going to be fired up. They're going to be sold out. But like, I just, I don't think I can bet on Kansas in this spot. So uh, I also don't checking out, checking out VSIN, which is, I believe, a much more reliable source than Action Network. The bets are 50 50 in the handle, 58% on TCU. So it looks like TCU is a little sharp in this spot, but uh, not quite as contrarian as it looks like. Action Network loves to lie all the time. So. Right, that lines that line has come down from seven though, which is interesting. Which it means, is weird a little bit. It is weird a little bit. Can you believe we're getting Kansas at plus six and a half against TCU? Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. I, I don't want to touch this game with a ten foot pole. But no, I'm just saying, like going into this year. Oh yeah, can you yeah, believe we're getting Kansas like at plus six and a half, four and a half or something? Like, dude, they were they were like ten point favorites against the University of South Dakota last yeah, year. Kansas was, yeah. and they almost lost outright. Yeah, no, they're they're not. Especially if you would have said TCU is gonna just destroy Oklahoma the week before Texas or Kansas. I mean, then yeah, I wouldn't believe you. But anyway, let's hey. move on. I'm not touching. Oh. All right, this is a very rare. Might be a square pick here from uh myself. I think potential fake sharp spot. I don't know. Could be fake sharp. Could be square. I don't care. I said this team can win the SEC East going into this year. I'm in love with their quarterback. You know exactly who I'm going to be talking about. Give me the Tennessee Volunteers minus three money line. I don't care. I'm probably going to play the minus three on the road going to Death Valley. Uh, for what I'm seeing, I'm going to pull up the splits right here. It's tell exactly who's betting on what, but you can go give your opinion on this game. I yeah, I this. kind of agree with you when I hear the fake sharp thing. It feels like maybe – May I interrupt you here? What's up? Vsin 75% of the bats and 78% of the handles on Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> even action says 79% of the handles. So, like, we're clearly but only 56% of the bat. I can't trust yeah. action network, dude. Don't if you're trying to find splits, use Vsin. Don't use action network. That it's a sack of shit up. Yeah, I'm I'm still undecided. I'm letting the pro ride out and then we'll go from there. But either way, I, I just Vsin's free, by the way. I know, but I'm letting the yep. pro ride out and then we'll go oh. from there and decide. Oh. I want to do but either way I do agree with you when I hear the fake sharp thing because it seems like everybody's like oh my gosh LSU is so sharp it feels like this year everybody can recognize sharp lines versus last year everyone was like oh I don't you know this is this feels free for Tennessee it feels like almost like they because they're getting crushed so much fading this line yeah exactly so it's like I'm kind of with you this is probably one I end up staying away from but as of right now I, I kind of do like Tennessee as well. It, it's not a strong conviction, but it's just like this is an ugly, ugly game, and I think it's going to be a skirt by game no matter what. Like I could see Tennessee winning by two. I could see LSU like winning by one or something. Like I think it's going to be a very, very close game no matter how you slice it. So um, I like Tennessee as well, but it's probably another stay away for me. To me, one of those classic ego games, you're going to see yeah. a thousand check marks or thousand got fucked. You know, one of those games that one, one everyone, yep, the I told you game. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I thought Tennessee could win the SEC East this year going into it. So, you know, sometimes you're high on a team. You got to bet them in a square spot. And this it. is a spot where I think I'm willing to do it. They're, the, they're a great team, so I get it. I don't, I don't know if we want to go over this game. I don't know if you have any action. Quinn Ewers just got back, line shot from six and a half to nine. Dylan Gabriel might, is looking like he's not going to play the concussion. 
Oh, um, Texas being my St. Oklahoma. I don't know if I want any part of this. I'm on the over, which might be the most square thing of all time, but like this game is just always points. What are we doing? Like, just giving out square sides at the square sides of this. It just might be so. Like, I don't even know if it's square. Action says it's like not really that square, but who even knows or cares? But the the point is, this game is just points, points, points all the time, and. I'm just going to ride with that, man. This is more of a vibes play than anything. Um, I really like the over in this game. Why not? So on Beeson, I'm seeing 80% of the bets on the over. No, no, no. 67% of the bets on the over, but 80% of the handle. So that's good for go. your over. It's square. That means it's square. Smart. I mean, well, it's, means... sharp. it's sharp. It's sharp. I mean, it's sharp. Yeah, it's it's, it's, so it's sharp. a sharp side. There's more it's money so on the sharp side. So. It's so sharp. By the way, there could be something called a sharp side in a thick. That just means it's a sharp side. It doesn't mean it hits 100% hit rate. Like, for an example, Iowa State last week, that was a quote-unquote sharp play. Does it mean it always hits? Yeah, no. It it's just a lot of people say it like I bring up a side, like, yeah, that play was sharp. And like, it wasn't sharp, it lost. I'm like, that's not how right. the gambling works. So just to put it out there. Um, another game, dude. Okay, so UCLA and Utah. I came into this. Like, okay, I'm betting Utah. I think UCLA could be a potential fake sharp spot, but they weren't sharp because the line was ripping towards Utah. But it's kind of what I say, like, fading contrarian play. Um, So, I'll open up at two and a half, ripped all the way to four and a half, but got bought back down yeah. to three and a half. So, that means that UCLA is, quote, unquote, a sharp play in this spot. And I'm a one, like, hey, my read is wrong, and I'll flip my side in the middle of the week, and I guess I'm flipping my side. I guess no one's no one wants to do anything to do with these Bruins quite yet and don't believe in them. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and give me the UCLA Bruins plus three and a half at home. In I that like UCLA a lot, too. And I doubt it. Here's the thing. people. I think people are going to be like, oh, UCLA played so good last week, so whatever. Utah played incredible, too, last week. Like Both of these teams are coming off a really good week. Like you said, that line ripped up came back down i could even see it going to three by game by game time on saturday i mean and and also i get it it's a saturday at 2 30 versus a friday night but people love to say ucla doesn't have home field advantage ucla doesn't have home field advantage that place was kind of rocking on friday night against washington it kind of was it scared me a little bit it scares me a little bit that that game ended up being as close as it was at the at the end just as far as from a from a covering standpoint but just because UCLA was killing them all game, but I don't know. It's just, I, I like UCLA here, but uh, not a stupid strong conviction, but we decided on the uh, CFB central show that we're a UCLA podcast. So I couldn't fade them even if I wanted to. So we're back, baby. We're still back. Cause you want to fade. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I, I, I'm scared to do that. As I mentioned earlier in the podcast, I fade my friends quite a bit. So, um, Huh, Tulane, ECU. I'm not gonna go too crazy over this game because it's a pretty freaking, you know, like who cares about this game? Not a very sexy matchup. Um, but you know, East Carolina looked damn good against NC State early start of the year. You can say what you want about NC State, they can cover that conference, they'll win that conference. So, oh, yeah, um, yeah, so just say like, that's a pretty impressive loss. I think they should have won outright. Kind of sumped since then. Tulane looked really good on Friday primetime. Everybody is watching them. 73% of the bets, 74% of the money is on Tulane. This is a classic. Fuck the public, fade the public, and just take ECU. I got not much to say about it because there isn't much to really say about it. I'm sure Josh is the same boat as I am. 
Yeah, I actually took ECU. Um, I like the fact that it moved up from three to three and a half. I wrote it down on Tuesday. I saw it at three. I liked it at three. I'm like, there's enough public on this uh, or just money in general on this on ECU or I mean on Tulane that I think we can get it at three and a half. So um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that I did. I waited because I just snagged it 10 minutes ago at three and a half. So uh, yeah, like you see, I think they're honestly the better team. Like Jake said, Tulane was just kind of in that Friday primetime slot where everyone got to watch them beat a Houston team that people are still high on for some reason. So I I don't know. But yeah, I'm, I'm on ECU here. All right. Well, public dog the week being Kentucky packed us up last week. Are we coming back for Warren? Once you start us off here, UNC versus North Carolina. And North Carolina looks to appear the public dog of the weekend. You saying UNC versus Miami? Miami, Miami. UNC okay. versus North Carolina. Come on, Jake. Be <laughs> I was like, I was like, just making sure. Uh, yeah, I feel like you're right about the the public dog of the weekend. I mean, UNC's offense is just so good. I actually don't have any action on this game. I couldn't find anything I loved, um, but this scares me a little bit. I, I'm kind of like the over, maybe. I mean, we all know Miami can score. UNC's defense is awful. Um, I know that's pretty, that's honestly probably pretty square if I had to guess, but, um, but yeah, I don't know. Miami, not great, but if you want to fade the public, this is your chance. Um, go ahead and take Miami at home. That three and a half people, like we've talked about before on the show, people think, oh my gosh, UNC minus or plus three and a half. You're giving me the hook. Yeah. Don't be afraid of the three and a half. Go ahead and take Miami if you want. This is your spot if you if you're Miami will either lose outright or not cover or not cover the three and a half. Like they're not gonna win and not cover the three and a half because they seem to throw that line out just for that, especially expecting UNC to be public. So yeah, like I said, going back to it like last week, I'm not gonna put five freaking units on it. I'm gonna put it one unit, one unit guy. That's how I got burnt in this football season because I'm 0 and two and three unit plays. So uh that little go to capper football record. Record's fine. Units no. Because I, I nuked the wrong things. So, um, yeah, give me Miami for mutual unit. All I'm going to do, minus three and a half. Wouldn't hate the money one take, but minus 170. I, I, I kind of fear the juice, so I'm going to stay away from that. So, uh, yeah, um, it's an interesting game. I'm going to have you start off on this one as well. Uh, UNC Washington State. Um, I like USC in this spot. It's kind of interesting to get USC in like a quote unquote contrarian spot. Um, I don't think Washington state's as good as people are making them out to be. I was on Cal last week, um, got burnt, lost. Um, Washington state should have won the Oregon game. Um, they should have, obviously their win against Wisconsin is not aging that well. Um, but they were 17 and a half point dogs in that game in one outright, but I still don't think this team is that good. Maybe they'll prove me wrong this week, but they have to go to USC in the prime time slot on Saturday. I think USC has looked just okay. The past Mid. two weeks, like, um, and I think Lincoln Riley loves to come out and just kill teams every once in a while to just like get that hype back on them and i think they're going to uh going to to put the foot on the gas and not really let off the one thing that does scare me is this might be like a little bit of a look ahead spot for usc they've got utah at utah next week which is a massive game so we'll see what happens but um but yeah i I like usc in this one Minus 12. Winner of that game is going to the Pac-12 championship. That's a really big game for USC. Oh, yeah. So massive game. 
yeah, you could say to look at spot. I don't care. I mean, you like I said, getting really good teams in contrarian spot. I'm just gonna shut up and take it. USC minus 12 and a half. I'm expecting the offense to be absolutely electric. Oh, this one's disgusting, and I have no idea what to think about it because a lot more people on Notre Dame than I expected to. Notre Dame, BYU. This team, I can't believe people are still wanting to bet this team. I know. Oh, my God, dude. It's it's sharp as a knife. 55% of the bets are on them, but 81% in the handle. And the other thing is, too, this is like – basically a home game for BYU. Notre Dame fans will travel. The Mormons well. ain't going to Vegas. Yeah, the that's, Mormons not, that's ain't going. Thing. The Mormons aren't going to Vegas. Notre Come Dame will travel well, but like... They have a more national fan base. I think It's true, but I think it, it's a home game from a location standpoint, um, which will be interesting. But yeah, I do think Notre Dame is the sharp side, but like you said, just way more people are on them than I would expect. And Again, we know, even though, like I said, it's kind of like a quote-unquote home game for BYU, they have not looked good on the road thus far. Um, so I'm interested to see what happens here, but this is a state for me. I wanted Notre Dame looking at it, but I can't do it. I can't do it. Lee Notre Dame, not going to bet it, but I refuse to believe those Mormons are showing up to Vegas. We'll they, see. <laughs> they're not going to Vegas. That's going to be that, funny, though. <laughs> that's The Mormons aren't coming to Vegas. I can tell you that right now. All right. And did you get burned on FSU last week? Oh, yes. Yes, I did. Yes. All right. Gonna, are you confident to go back in that plus three no, against no, NC no, no, State? No, no, no. no. I actually really like, no, did I really like play last week. It looked last week. Um, I think that the score didn't really reflect how close of a game it was. Um, I'm not sure what I think of Clemson. I know what you think of Clemson. Um, but it just felt like no bounces were really going NC State's way. And I just maybe think Florida State sucks or maybe Wake Forest is good. I, I truly don't know. But if you want to zig when people zag, go ahead, take Florida State again, go back to the well. I will not. This is a stay away game for me. Um, three seems short. I lean NC State, which, again, maybe is square. But I, I How could you? I can't. How, I can't. How could you? It, was um, it wasn't even close. If it was like close, if they won by like three or something like that, then like, sure, I would be fine going back to them. But I can't. I can't. Go did back. Jordan Travis play last week? Uh, I don't know. Well, I don't care because I'm betting the line, not the team. Give me Florida State plus three. Um, Yeah, nasty spot. Uh, the short home favorites are very, very enticing for the public better's eyes. 74% of the bets, 74% of the money, dead even splits. Uh, I'm good. Get nasty in Florida State. I think I'm heartbroken by him last week like Josh did. So I'm totally fine going right back to him. Oh, I'm not going back to him. But Jordan Travis going. did last week, by the way, 23 to 35, three, or 281 yards and three touchdowns. Any picks? Uh, nope. Wow. He played well and still sucked. That Heisman ticket's cashing. Oh, already paid out. Come on now. <laughs> uh, this you, right? <laughs> I already paid out. Michael Penix, Heisman ticket cashed out, paid out, nice and clean. Uh, hopefully, uh, I can't wait to say it in the Utah USC game after the game. Make my infamous tweet saying that Kill Williams Heisman ticket just paid out <laughs> as Utah's beating the shit out of him. Um. So here is a ridiculous, nasty game, which not a lot of people are gonna bet, but. We do that. We bet on teams like this. We bet on games like this. I think it's our mutual agreement. This is our underdog plus money. Keep your points. Play the week. I think you know what it is. I'll get you and read it off on it. I mean, are you talking about Stanford and Oregon State? The Cardinal. 
I love it. Yeah, I love Stanford this year. Honestly, they're one and three. I they've had a ridiculous schedule. Ridiculous. They had to go to Oregon, to US or home against USC, and to Washington for their three losses. And they should have covered against USC. I like them there. Um, I honestly really like this team at home. This is a night game. I love Stanford in this spot. I'm actually hitting Stanford money line. Um, I think Jake is as well. But yeah, I think Oregon State, though the one thing that scares me is just the fact that Oregon State looked bad last week. But other than that, I feel really good about this at Stanford. Give me the Cardinal. Give me money line. I got it at plus 221 the other day. I don't even know what it's at now. But um, but yeah, I love Stanford here. And I think you are in the same boat. Yeah, I mean, I think a Stanford game, Stanford game, Stanford team. You watch them play outside of Oregon last week. They are so much better than the record, and they don't freaking cover either. And I don't get it. Like I, I this is a team I'm just gonna keep betting, keep betting, keep betting until I get them. It's like fading USC. I'm gonna keep fading them, keep fading them, keep fading them. Soon they get it right in Oregon State. I'm done with them. I'll fade them, tell them whatever I need to do for them. But I no longer have this grudge. I have this grudge with Stanford, except I believe in these freaking guys. So uh, yeah. And what better way to win your first bet in Stanford? To win outright, it's a plus seven dog. Give them the money line plus 205. They're going to bet the spread as well for insurance. One unit guy through and through. So we're going to do a half unit on each. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, get a 2 0 record on that and pays out. Get a 1.5 unit payback. I love it. It's kind of, kind of soft, kind of soft, but, eh. you know, it's what it is. It is what it is. All right, well, that's about it for the games I want to look at. If you had any other games really catching your eye, you can go and bring them up. And uh, um, Yeah, I can just talk about the games that I have plays on. It's a little gross this week. I think one of them I didn't even tell you about yet. So uh, Mississippi or Ole Miss Vandy, um, I like the over in this game. I, I'm kind of going back to totals this week, which I know – I said I don't do, but like I'm already one to know on them this week. I'm I'm feeling like these are these are sharp totals minus maybe the well no the we decided the Oklahoma game was. So uh yeah, I don't know. These are it, it's an interesting one to me. I feel like these teams are are teams that can score a lot of points. Obviously, we've seen Vandy's offense score a lot, you know, maybe not against the best defenses in the world. Um, but I don't know. I like points in this spot, old SEC matchup Ole Miss going to Vandy which I think helps too um it just feels sharp it's also it's also kind of a big fade the public play from what I've seen I don't know what all you've seen um I think it's down to like 61 now which is not great but since I bet at 62 but other than that I don't know do you have any thoughts on Ole Miss and and Vandy (laughs) Jackson Driver Heisman that's all I gotta say Jackson Dart for Heisman. Um, that's going to cap it off for college football. I'm going to give a bonus, bonus baseball series pick. Do you have any series picks for baseball or that just ain't for you? Um, I don't – here, give yours and I'll look. I'll, I'll make one right now. I'll okay. Make- so, okay, sounds good. Definitely want to be telling this guy right now, right, the way he's doing it. Just messing. But uh, yeah, you should be. Baseball is, my opinion, my best sport. I don't have a baseball podcast. You should do one, but God damn it. It's hard. The 162 game slate doing a podcast every single day and a bunch of random baseball games. No one cares about hard to do playoffs, trying to rank it up. So I'm going to give a bonus pick here. Give me the San Diego Padres over the New York Mets. I'm nutting up. I don't care. The line's minus 200 for us contrarian guys out here for baseball. I bet 50, 50, half contrarian, half baseball brand. The reason why the line's so big 
because Vegas is not going to give a price at minus 200 or lower. So like minus 180 or lower when you have a game, a three game series with Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer pitching, they're not going to do it. And I tell you what, I know what people are saying, I'm contrarian people are telling me like, Oh, it's the Mets. This team, you know, just got their shit kicked in. They're long the Braves beat them out. But if you just go ahead and ask around someone knows the slightest thing about baseball, would you fade Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer in a three game series? No, nobody, nobody would want to do that. Not one person. But guess what? I'm a nasty fucker. So here I am, fading Jacob DeGrom Max Scherzer three game series. And I, I full heartedly believe you, Darvish, will outpitch Max Scherzer in game one. And Blake Snell is going to pitch the game of his life and outpitch Jacob DeGrom. You love Blake, Blake Snell. And guess what? Go and take him plus 160 if they win the series. But don't be soft. Do that plus 280 ticket and then win in two. Because Blake Snell and you, Darvish, are going to outpitch both the New York cases. Also, I love it. Don't be scared to bet Soto hit a home run off Max Scherzer. I'm going to be doing it. I love it. That was, that was, um, I don't know. I feel inspired. Here's what I'm going to give out. Uh, the Phillies to beat the Cardinals, plus 105. Uh, I don't know if that's nasty anymore, though, because this this freaking rotation they're throwing out. I don't dudes. care if it's nasty Gross. or not. I just hate the Cardinals. So they, <laughs> Here we go. And then I'm also going to give out, uh, here's something kind of nasty, uh, Lewis Hamilton to win the Japanese Grand Prix Formula One Saturday night at midnight going into Sunday, plus 1,300 there you go that's the- we should do this it's a random just random <laughs> yeah. out of the blue at the end of every podcast just bonus pick you just <laughs> japanese grand prix i've definitely got a unit to spare on that um <laughs> padres win the series sure cardinals because guess what fuck them that's why max max verstappen's like minus 200 to win the japanese grand prix but i don't care we're betting lewis hamilton does he win does he, does he win every single time uh, a lot of the times, but he didn't win last week. A plus a thousand dog one, I guess you can call it a dog one last week. So there you go. It's Lewis's time now. So <laughs> there it is. There it is. All right. Cool. Well, not much left to talk about in there. We're going to cap it off. Um, hopefully we uh, make our coins back from last week because God damn it. I got smoked. So yeah, best of luck. Yeah. I'd follow my Twitter, Jake underscore Hazen 31. Remember, Oh, excuse me. In this podcast, these are leans, not official plays. Official plays will be tweeted out on my Twitter. Same thing with Josh. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and plug your Twitter and let's wrap this thing up. Yes, sir. Coda Capper JD. I might make a graphic this week just for fun for my official plays this week. So maybe look out for that on Twitter. Um, other than that, you know, let's just uh, let's get after it. Let's have a week, boys. I need to make some money back this weekend. Uh, rent was due and I couldn't pay it because of last weekend. So, uh you know, the landlord's coming after me, and if I don't, if I don't make money this weekend, one more it, week, it's do or die. And then my kneecaps are getting busted, and I'm getting thrown <laughs> out to the streets. So, let's get after it, boys. Let's have a weekend, and we will talk to you guys next week. Peace. Sounds good. <laughs>